reduce stress and sleep better this holiday season with the Plus CBD Holiday Survival Kit. As you know, I'm a big proponent of CBD to tonify the endocannabinoid system, a real breakthrough in herbal products. The CBD brand I take personally and recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CV Sciences. Their Plus CBD Holiday Survival Kit includes CBD Calm and CBD Sleep. CBD Calm helps ease tension, soothe irritability, and contributes to a greater sense of contentment through a blend of Plus CBD's award-winning full-spectrum CBD, plus L-theanine and 5-HTP. The bundle also includes CBD Sleep, which aids occasional sleeplessness with CBD plus melatonin, as well as soothing magnolia bark extract and relaxing lemon balm. Both products are backed by science with clinically researched active ingredients. Treat yourself or give the gift of peaceful days and tranquil nights to your loved ones. To order, visit pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman and use coupon code Hoffman30 for 30% off. That's pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman for your Plus CBD Holiday Survival Kit. Welcome back to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcasts. We're talking about nutrition and enhanced sports performance. That's actually the name of a very encyclopedic text by today's guest. He's Dr. DeBassis Bagchi. He's from the Department of Pharma- Pharmacological and Pharmaceutical Sciences, the University of Houston, and a longtime uh, contributor to the nutraceutical industry uh, with tons of papers, lots of inventions, and uh, many, uh, many, many uh, innovations in the field of sports nutrition, but not just sports nutrition, just for overall health. Um, so, Dr. Bagchi, uh, Post-workout, you know, the problem of uh, recovery. Uh, You know, some people say, well, you know, after you work out, just eat a meal, uh, you know, have plenty of protein, have some calories, uh, you'll be fine. You don't need to take anything special. What do you say? Uh, Actually, you know, post-workout is the most important because after we finish our strenuous exercise, then uh, our muscles are damaged, our tissues are damaged. Uh, Now, if we do not take care of them immediately, it will cause problem in our body. Uh, uh, and we won't get the energy to do the exercise the next day or next couple of days. So that's why we are so focused, which can help in reconstructing the tissue, restructuring, reconstructing the uh damaged tissue, it uh, it repaired the DNA. Now, our body can do that, but that repair process is extremely slow. What we want to do, we develop formula for post-workout. And what it does, it stops, the it enhances the muscle's repair and stops the muscle injury. And it has been shown that it boosts them with the antioxidant balance. At the same time, as you know, sleep is very important. If a person can sleep well, then it will automatically repair all the damages in the body. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, and, and that, certainly that's something that I've found personally is that sometimes I'm, you know, I overdo it a little bit. I'm sore as hell and I make sure I, you know, get maybe an extra hour of sleep. And that is yeah. just really like, you know, the term beauty sleep. It really is very helpful for repair and recovery uh, because uh, the body kind of goes to work at night and uh, the little Pac-Man that 
eat up inflammation or uh, rebuild muscle in response to exercise, they really go to work. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and especially when we go for the uh, workout, we are damaging our tissues. It is get stressed and our brain, it is coming out lot of performance, exciting performance. Now, our body needs rest and that time a beauty sleep, uh, a good rest and sometimes meditation helps. Uh, and that time it has been shown, it reconstruct a body and there is acute inflammation in the body during exercise. But we, that is good for us, but we do not want chronic inflammation. So we will cut it right there with proper anti-inflammatory ingredients, uh, what we get from the antioxidant. And uh, by the way, on, on the other hand, you know, there's there's a common practice of athletes, you know, when they hurt, uh, they just take uh, ibuprofen or Motrin. Um, exactly. Good idea exactly. or bad idea? I mean, it, it cuts inflammation so you don't feel the pain. Is that I mean, is that a, a, a bad way to suppress inflammation it in contradistinction a, to nutrients? Yeah, it is definitely uh, it is not a good practice because it is working on other tissues in the body. So, uh, you know, it uh, one day or two day it might be good, but sometimes they make it a chronic practice because live acetaminophen, Tylenol. If we take Tylenol, we get the liver damage. Right. Glutathione depletion so. and we need glutathione for repair as well. Exactly. And if we take ibuprofen, it causes the gastrointestinal injury. And chronic dose, it will lead to ulcer. Yep. So, you know, those are good temporarily, but ultimately it will cause the damaging effect. Indeed. Uh, okay, so so many athletes these days uh, yeah. are touting uh, ketogenic diet and keto conditioning or keto adaptation. In other words, uh, no longer uh, having the body require sugar or glucose for fuel and becoming a, a lean, mean, fat-burning machine. That's really the promise of uh, ketogenic conditioning. And um, can you explain a little bit about muscle physiology? Because, you know, my impression is that uh, the body uses glycogen first, and then yeah. it goes into uh, a type of metabolism where you're using the free fatty acids. Yeah. You know, it is a, uh, it is a long story, but to cut it short, uh, glycogen, as you know, it is a form of glucose. And our body, it has a warehouse of glycogen and it is in mainly in the hepatic tissues and in the muscle. Right. So when we need energy for performance, then we need glycogen and it is quickly mobilized to deliver the fuel uh, in our body. Now, you, as you said, you know, ketogenic diets are getting really, really, uh, you know, important to the uh, people, athletes. And they have shown that they are going for the low-carb diet, ketogenic diet, and what they do, they deplete the glycogen. Mm -hmm. And it, as you know, that it causes the body to burn fat for energy. 
सो दैट वे यू नो मूवी स्टार और द एथलीट्स दे आर डूइंग दैट सो दैट दे कैन गेट ए क्विक फैट बर्निंग experience mm-hmm. and then they get and, more shredded the very lean uh, looking appearance yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, strenuous exercise uh, when people do like them or like athletes endurance athletes they deplete glycogen stores and they burn the fat so this is a very important use so here you know there are some calculations we did it in one of the paper that how glycogen can make uh, in the body of the liver's total weight and how glycogen can be used and how glycogen can uh, and diet can be modulated with one another and how we can use it with glycogen and exercise so in a nutshell you know our body can store about uh, 2000 calories of glucose as glycogen and it has been and you can say impediment for the endurance athletes now these athletes they burn they 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 hit the wall so to speak after they burn their glycogen <laughs> i mean that that's the term that i mean i've experienced it yes. too it's like you know you you're running and all of a sudden you just feel like your legs are sort of turned into jelly and you got yeah. nothing left in the tank you you run out of fuel exactly 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 and what they do they can burn many calories in a couple of hours and what you said that they almost uh, call them that hitting the wall mm-hmm. like that now they use uh, we uh, develop something that you can do uh, some way you can avoid that by uh, glu- con- consuming the glucose gel and mm-hmm. we call them energy gels mm-hmm. which contains glycogen oh, and wow. you, you you can, can actually can, consume glycogen uh, it, uh, it, you can consume energy gel wow okay which contains uh, glycogen which can be consumed in advance or during an endurance event so it's a, it's a preloading so i guess you yeah, load up with more glycogen right increase the blood glucose level Mm-hmm. And Or, then and then sustain it because some I mean usually yeah. the you hit the wall somewhere I mean depends on your conditioning but somewhere between an hour and you know maybe two or three hours that's when yeah. you expend your own glycogen when you're really working hard maybe when you're doing a triathlon or, or an Ironman or something like that exactly exactly and uh, the two other things are carbo loading that is the carbohydrate loading. just before an endurance event but isn't so, that isn't that a little bit passé these days that uh, athletes you know, are getting away from that uh, they are trying to uh, some of them but not all of them some people st- uh, still has some interest in carb loading okay cuz it still makes sense uh, but as you said lot of people now taking low carb ketogenic diet right so you know these are the nutshell that how glycogen we utilize it in the body okay so it, 
Is it possible to sustain athletic performance with uh, a different type of fuel, say MCT oil? You know, put yes. uh, some, you know, dissolve some MCT crystals in your uh, in your water bottle instead of uh, sugar, instead of using a, a, a sugary gel. Is that going to help sustain your performance, or is exactly. that exactly? Exactly. You know, MCT gel is one, and second, there are two other uh, herbal ingredients. One is Withania somnifera, that is ashwagandha. Ashwagandha, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and ashwagandha, and there is another ingredient which is known as tribula terrestris. Oh, that's what's often it, used. Tribulus is often used in these testosterone formulas. I don't think it works exactly, to boost testosterone, exactly. but it helps endurance. Yeah. Actually, you will see that um, people are using both uh, synthetic testosterone booster and natural testosterone booster. So, uh, fenugreek is another natural product which has been shown as a testosterone booster and you will see some uh, fenugreek product in the market. Which has been shown as a testosterone booster also. But testosterone booster, generally, you know, we recommend that take it pre workout or during workout. But not necessarily after workout. Uh, um, after workout, you know, that might cause a disturbance in the sleep. Okay. Uh, so what about, you know, there's some uh, vegetarians. Who, oh, uh, yes. who who swear by it. They say, well, you know, they're able to have uh, maximal athletic performance, even though they're vegetarians. Yes. Uh, and uh, they, they're they even vegetarian uh, bodybuilders, you know, people who show impressive muscle growth with a vegetarian diet. But it's a little more challenging, isn't it? Yeah, it is very challenging. In fact, you know, in the book, I put a chapter on the vegetarian uh, diets. And vegetarian diets, there is a uh, there is a uh, big volume of research is going on uh, in the Purdue University, and they are doing. They are, you know, they can say you can say that they are the pioneer, and they have shown that uh, your uh, non uh, your non-veg food is good, but Vegetarian diet, if you take certain food uh, like mushroom and uh, garbanzo, Mm -hmm. they have shown that they can boost your energy and nutrition and endurance to the maximum level also. Mm -hmm. And that could be part of a a diet that includes animal protein too that has many plant-based foods, right? Exactly, exactly. You know... It is available uh, even, you know, I was in Japan and uh, one day uh, one of my Japanese colleagues, he took me to a vegetarian restaurant in Japan and they made some product with mushroom and some other uh, Japanese ingredients and they um, taste like a very good food and it looks like just like a meat. Okay. So sort of synthetic meat. Uh, yeah. Is it is it a myth that athletes require more protein? Because, you know, you go to uh, health food stores, GNCs across the country, and, and you see these big vats of uh, yes. whey protein and so on, uh, branched chain amino acids. And yeah. 
And, you know, a lot of young guys take these things because uh, they're just want to look bigger. They just they're, they're, exactly. they want to be muscle bound and they're hoping that by taking this all this protein, it's going to suddenly cause their muscles to become gigantic. Yeah. Actually, you know, uh, the, uh, the, some people, they have the desire that they want to be gigantic. That's good. Bigorexia, that's is some, there's a term that's been coined for that. You know, as opposed to anorexia, it's called bigorexia. A lot of yeah. young men yeah. Yeah. Uh, in America, I think, suffer from this an obsession. Right. Right. You know, uh, um, what is the problem that uh, when the people, they take that food, like, uh, you know, I am giving you another example, sumo wrestler. Yeah. Or the WWE um, uh, uh, fighter, WWF yeah. fighter. Yeah. Now they want to be big, they want to be gigantic, and they want to be, um, you know. But they uh, come across several, several problems. Uh, there is a chapter we put it on sumo wrestler in our uh, sports nutrition book, and there. We, they have shown, and after that, it was a Japanese scientist. And after that, I uh, had a telephone conversation, and I discussed almost all the intricate aspects. He indicated that uh, sumo wrestler, they do not live for a long time, yeah. because they cannot sleep at night. They have uh, several physiological problems in the body. Yeah. Sometimes they, they, they may die. accelerate their aging process because they're exactly. almost they're take, putting too much fuel into the body. It's like exactly. they're burning their candles at both ends and uh, they yeah. may get short short term gains, but long term, uh, the organs may uh, become fatigued and fail. Exactly. And uh, if another similar study is now going on, no, two studies going on now in USA where they are trying to find out. What happens in these bodybuilders? Not uh, means uh, all bodybuilders, but they are categorizing it. Those WWF and other fanatics, those who want to grow their muscle, gigantic muscle, they want to have zero fat. And what are their lifespan? Mm-hmm. And evidently, uh, it may take yeah. a toll. It may take a toll. Yeah. A nutrient that I'm very interested in uh, these days, and presumably it's crossed your radar screen, is uh, nicotinamide riboside, or NR. Yeah. Uh, are you familiar with it? And do you think it has a role in sports nutrition? I, I personally think that it has helped uh, my endurance and performance. And yes. uh, others report, at least anecdotally, that it does that. And there's some research underway uh, supporting that. Yeah, it's, uh, it's information is very good. You know, uh, I was planning to put a paper uh, in our book, but the researcher said, you know, we need some more time. Mm -hmm. So what we are doing now, I am getting into another book that is Extreme Sports. And Extreme Sports, this book, I am doing it with CRC Press. And I am hopeful that I will be able to finish it uh, by early next year. So it is going to be a very exciting book uh, on, you know, those who are bungee jumper, those who are uh, uh, playing 
you know, deadly games. Um, so this is what my plan is, that what type of nutrition they need and what type of performance they do and what is the, what are the consequences that how long they live and what are the food and nutrition, how they can really help them. Mm-hmm. And uh, so what would you advise uh, in terms of essential fatty acids? Because, you know, one aspect of uh, uh, sports these days, uh, you know, boxing and uh, football is the potential for TBI, traumatic brain injury. Uh, have yes. you looked into the role that uh, omega-3 fatty acids play in, uh, you know, say you're a parent or grandparent of a kid who's playing high school soccer, hitting the yes. ball a lot, maybe having a lot of collisions. Would you recommend that they take uh, omega-3? Yeah, actually, those definitely can help you. Uh, actually, over the time, they can help in restructuring the brain. And always we say that in the post-workout formula, put a portion which can uh, alleviate your brain functions. Like, you know, uh, we de- we said that amino acid, omega-3 fatty acids, then people also include some vitamins. And moreover, they say, Membrane stabilizer along with this product, they definitely help. Even in some formulation, you will see people are using a small amount of lutein and zeaxanthin. Mm-hmm. Which it, it's helpful for the eye. So possibly, yeah, eye you know, the eye being uh, you know, nervous system is. tissue and maybe it's then also helpful for the brain. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Now, some people, they are saying that when you do strenuous exercise or when you are doing, you get obsessed and that affect your vision because that affect the, um, your nervous system and your eye. So if you do take these supplements, it will nourish your brain and you nourish your eyes too. Okay. And finally, uh, when it comes to sports injuries, you know, uh, the, obviously athletes want to minimize their downtime. Uh, right. if you have a sprained ankle, a, you know, sore knees, uh, yeah. what do you favor these days? Glucosamine? Do you like, uh, uh, anti-inflammatory compounds like curcumin? Yes. Um, Curcumin is uh, one very good example. And you know, curcumin has been shown. It works very good with bromelin. Bromelin comes from pineapple stem, as mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And bromelin and curcumin, they help in the pain alleviation a lot. Uh, in uh, some athletes in the Asian world, they use milk, uh, just lukewarm milk, and they put um, curcumin. Yes, they call they call this golden milk, I think. In, in yes, parts golden of the world. milk, yeah. exactly. Yeah. You know that term. Now, it has been shown that you take that product, and next day you will be perfectly fine. So, you know, uh, during the um, uh, during my previous interviews with the Olympic uh, athlete coaches, I suggested them that uh, you can uh, put these things to your athletes, that milk 
with a uh, because what they say that curcumin or turmeric is not very bioavailable. Right. So when you put in the milk, mm-hmm. it helps or enhances the bioavailability. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, because a lot of people these days they're on uh, dairy-free diets, but in this case, it uh, it makes yeah. sense to use dairy to uh, uh, as a carrier for the uh, curcumin to make it more bioavailable. That's interesting. Yes. Um, okay, great stuff. But uh, a lot of this information uh, is available in your book. Now, yes. I must warn people, this is, a, this is a scientific text. So if you are uh, someone who's uh, a very uh, avid exerciser, uh, or perhaps you're involved in uh, coaching or in uh, nutritional support, for athletes, this is the go-to book because it's got enormous number of articles uh, covering all, uh, really a full gamut of issues related to sports nutrition. Uh, the book is available from, let's see, uh, Academic Press. That's, yes, Elsevier. Uh, Elsevier Publishers. And I guess you can find it on uh, Amazon. But is there a, a simpler book or, you know, frankly, a, a, a less expensive, more accessible book uh, for lay people who just want some basics? Uh, um, there are a lot of books, you know, lot of books, but uh, most of them, uh, they have uh, some proprietary information. Yeah. They uh, do not want to make it academic. Uh, and they just pump the book with their product information. Exactly. Exactly. So, so really we want uh, reliable information from... Uh, academics that you have supervised and uh, curated uh, right. with with expertise in various areas of nutrition. So that's the go-to book. And then we anxiously await uh, your next book, which is about extreme sports. Yeah. And uh, so great stuff. Thank you very much for your contributions. And it is always a pleasure, uh, Dr. Hoffman. Okay. And, and here's a warning. You know, you sent me a copy of your book. And yep. uh, from time to time, I'm going to update our, our listening audience with uh, specific uh, chapters and sections on that. Uh, sure. Is that okay? I'll be happy to, to uh, my share. Pleasure. My great pleasure. There's just wonderful chapters in here. Vegetarian athletes, uh, yep. performance-enhancing drugs, performance-enhancing supplements, uh, the uh, role of hydration, uh, exercise, and upper respiratory tract infections. Why do people get uh, frequent colds when they overexercise? Uh, yes. On and on and goes. Just a real uh, encyclopedia of information related to sports nutrition. Congratulations on that book, and uh, keep up keep up the great work. Uh, this is Dr. Debassis Bagchi, B A G C H I. Thanks for joining us, Dr. Bagchi. Thank you, Dr. Hoffman. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is the Intelligent Medicine Podcast.